Avalanche Hockey with the voice of the Avs, Connor McGahee, on the team. With us right now is the voice of the Avalanche, Connor McGahee. Connor, how are you doing, sir? Uh, I'm sitting by the water in Tampa, uh, and I'm looking at the arena where the last time we were in there, the Avalanche won the Stanley Cup, so I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. You're doing much better than, than either Buckeye or myself. It did, did a couple little little tears come to your you know to yep. your eyes yep. of you know no, thinking I, back to that you, moment, Connor. I would be bawling like a baby thinking about you, that. You kid, but no, I, I mean I'm not even kidding. And I and I and I sent out a picture of it and uh, with a picture of Gabe Landeskog talking with uh, with Peter McNabb and. Uh, Yes. So to be honest, it's been uh, it's been an emotional morning, and and uh, and uh, it's funny how sights and sounds and smells bring back memories of all kinds. And it's it's definitely where were you when? What did you feel then? What did it sound like? What uh, who were you with? That kind of thing. And uh, right. So it's been it's been a good morning here in Tampa. Absolutely. And look, I would never kid about that. I mean, even I mean with. With Peter McNabb's passing, I mean that. I mean the the moment, you know, unto itself, for mm-hmm. for you calling that would be for me very emotional. But then you yeah. factor in Peter and, and, and losing Peter McNabb, and what a great gentleman he was. I, I just yeah, I'm, I got to admit I'm get a little get a little choked up thinking about it right mm-hmm. now about about what that had to mean for you to to yeah. think about Peter and to think about that moment. Without, it was the best moment of my career, without a doubt. I mean, by a million miles. To be able to be there um, with the team that I grew up with to win the Cup and to be able to have the opportunity to call that and to be there with him. Um, one of the very best, one of the very best people that I've ever met and not knowing exactly what the future would hold for him in the coming months. Um, that's what made it extra special. And in the 96 and 01 championships he was there but he never got to go on the ice and this time he got to go on the ice and he got to 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 see the families and talk to the players uh, the, the the picture i talked about gabe landiscott came over and and put his arm around him and they and they talked for you know for for quite quite a long time and complimented each other and it was just a tremendous moment that i was lucky enough to watch and see and and uh, and Peter never wanted to touch the, the the cup, but he finally was almost forced to. And he said later that he was glad that he did. Um, so it was it was beyond beyond special um, to be able to be here in that moment uh, with such a great man. Connor McGahey joining us today from Tampa, and one more Peter McNabb story. I did. If you indulge me for a moment, um, hey, we can we can do this yeah. all day, Jimmy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> when and, I, and I'm I'm so sorry we didn't get the chance to see each other before the St. Louis game. We got there oh, a little bit late and some yeah, things. I'm sorry yeah. too. Oh, I just you know, yeah, you have you have a gig. You're busy, man, and I understand that. And hopefully, it will <laughs> will cross paths and uh, be able to uh, to connect in person here yeah. sometime down the road. But uh, I was talking with Chris Schaefer with Altitude, and, and Chris yeah. shared. I thought it just a, a great story about when he was there on an intern tour uh, to work for Altitude. And yep. that he was there with uh, with his now wife, who was his girlfriend at that time, and, and they were there on, on this tour. And he saw Peter McNabb. And he was the only one in the group that really 
that knew who Peter McNabb was. Nobody else really had any idea who, who Peter was. And so Chris starts talking with Peter McNabb. And, and Peter spent a good 15, 20 minutes or so. Or, or they talked so long that the rest of the tour had wandered off. And Chris had to, and, and his girlfriend had to go go find the tour because Peter just and and he said he always made you feel like the most important person yeah. at that moment. He it was always about you. What are you doing? And and you know what, what you know what are your hopes, dreams, aspirations, things? What what do you think about this? And and he said like I'm just some intern kid. I'm just some guy that might might end up interning at altitude. And he made me feel special. And I just I just thought that was. Such a wonderful story about Peter McNabb that, that Chris was able to to share with me when we were over there. Yeah, and that the story of, uh, of Chris is is there's a thousand stories like that with Peter and people who would try and make it about him and his playing career, his dad winning the cup with the Red Wings, and on and on. Um, he would always turn it around and make it about you, uh, no matter what it was. What can I do for you? Can I be there for you? One of our uh, internal group. Uh, of replay ops has been with the crew for a long time. He's with TNT now, but at the birth of his first child, they, they had him and his wife who were at the hospital. And, uh, but Peter was able to, to sort of get some, in, some information on where they were. And guess who's the first person there, even before the parents of both of the parents get there. It's Peter McNabb. Of course. And he shows up with a, with a birdie doll and, and he's <laughs> the first to, to, to hold the child. Oh. So this is, this is, this is the type of human that, uh, again, there are a million stories, uh, that we could uh, regale each other with, uh, for a long time. Yeah. I just think it's, it's great to take some time, you know, this, this year, you know, the season after winning the cup and, and remembering Peter and, and uh, what a special person that he was. Uh, Connor yeah. McGahey joining us today from, from Tampa, Florida. Avs and uh, the Lightning tomorrow, the Stanley Cup final rematch. Uh, we'll have it here on the team tomorrow at 4.30. Uh, Avs come off the break, uh, the All-Star break. Actually, you know, they, they lose last night 2-1 to one in overtime, but they played a really good game. They were sharp. I mean, they did not look like a rusty hockey team. Uh, you know, Pittsburgh's goaltending has not been great, but it held up pretty well against the avalanche last night i just thought it's it's disappointing that that the avs lost last night but it wasn't a loss where you go well they played like dog do no. they played really well <laughs> last night they had a great game last night even though they they took the loss 100 percent, and that was complete thievery from by the pittsburgh penguins um casey dismiss i guarantee will never play another game like that in his <laughs> career uh ever i mean that was that was um, nathan mckinnon hit two posts um and the Avalanche were completely dominant, and the score was not indicative of the play. And um, and you you get two strange bounces and um, interesting on ice decisions. I'll, I'll put it that way. Um, that that helped sort of maybe turn the tide a little bit and change the the dynamics of the third period. Uh, but the Avalanche they were great and. That was a big point for Jared Bednar because after the Christmas break, remember we were in Arizona, and flat as a pancake, the Avalanche came out of that break because they had won four in a row before that. Uh, they went on the Christmas break, they came back, and it was uh, it was just as bland as could be. And the Avalanche brand of hockey had gone away. Last night was different. They did pretty much everything perfectly. One of the best games I've seen Nathan McKinnon play possibly ever. Um, all facets, defensively, uh, moving legs, skating, forechecking, stick. I mean, everything from Nathan McKinnon was virtually perfect last night. And uh, 
So the Pittsburgh Penguins, and I think they know this too, they absolutely stole one last night from the Avalanche, and they're not going to get many of those opportunities. Uh, Pittsburgh is in danger, I, I think, especially in the Eastern Conference, uh, of missing the playoffs the first time since Sidney Crosby uh, has been a part of the Pittsburgh Penguins. So um, Pittsburgh stole that one last night. There should be no concern from Avs fans because Colorado played great. Avs dropping 2-1 in overtime at Pittsburgh last night. Connor McGahee joining us today on the Team Sports Network. Kale McCarr taking that uh, that shot from Jeff Carter last night. Uh, the refs missed it. You know, it was a blindside shoulder check. Uh, fortunately, Kale did come back uh, out of the dressing room, but but that was uh, man, that's one that should have been called last night. Yeah, yeah, absolutely hated it. I I thought it was a horrible hit that was done on purpose by Jeff Carter, who's been in the league uh, for a long time, and uh, I, I I was starting to look this morning. I haven't seen since. I have seen no announcement from the Department of Player Safety as 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 it, as it comes to a hearing for for Jeff Carter. Um, referee Gord Dwyer told Kale McCarr that they ran into each other, um, but but to me, to make contact with a head like that is is on purpose, and that's the type of hit that that we've been talking about for over a decade now that you want out of the National Hockey League. You can't have it. Um, it should have been called a penalty. The play should have at least been stopped because I, I mean, are we just posturing when it comes to the health of players when? When we have head injuries, Kale McCarr is down on the ice after taking contact to the head and play continues. Um, so uh, I know that uh, that upon looking at it numerous times, a, a lot of people have come to the same conclusion. I'm actually surprised that there was not more buzz league-wide about it this morning. But uh, that, to me, is an intentional, uh, high, suspendable hit from Jeff Carter last night. Avs Radio Voice, Connor McGahee, joining us today from Tampa, Florida on the Team Sports Network. Uh, we did see Bo Byram's return, uh, return from that lower body injury, had 21 minutes last night. He's missed 38 games. And I think the feeling from Jared Bednar was that, you know, all things considered last night, he liked what he saw from Bo. Mm. Yeah, I mean, and Bo does, does little things that are extraordinary and big things that are extraordinary. He adds so much to the Avalanche defensive core. Um, it really is incredible. And um, just to once you have him back, Josh Manson is on the trip. He won't play, but you put those two together, and then Gerard and Johnson as your third defensive pair. I mean, that is as solid as it gets. Bo Byram is one of the smartest players out there. Um, Personality-wise, he brings um, a little bit of goofiness and, and some lightheartedness, which I think is important. Um, and the, the 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 whole team loves him, and that. Uh, that attitude and that personality goes a long way on a on a trip in a game in a dressing room. Um, and Jared Bednar said as much before the game yesterday. We're just going to throw him into the fire. Twenty twenty one minutes had some power play time playing in all situations. So um, when you're a top four defenseman, which he is in the National Hockey League, that's what you have to have to do. He said he's been ready to go for over a week, and uh, I thought he was wonderful last night. Tampa Bay coming up tomorrow. Lightning right now, 32-16-2. And, and if they were playing in the Western Conference, they would lead the Central, the Pacific. They wouldn't lead the Metropolitan right now. Carolina's got a better record. But in the, the Atlantic, I mean, she speaks to how good Boston, that great start they got after that incredible start, or, or Boston and Toronto lead that division right now. 
and the 32-16-2. Tampa Bay, they're, they're the number three team in that division with a record that would lead any of the other two divisions in the West. Yeah, and that's why I think the Avs are grateful that they're in the West because you have a chance to, to get in and, and make some noise, and there's going to be some good teams that miss in the East. Um, I'm not saying that Tampa is one of those, but it's possible. Florida's another one. Uh, I mean, Florida beats Tampa the first game back from the break the other night, seven to one, um, and then and then the Lightning come home and they lose uh, in overtime, uh, up three one over San Jose, and then Timo Meyer scores twice, uh, and so Tampa's dropped two in a row, and the Avalanche will get them on uh, on night four with three games, uh, which which could be advantageous. But uh, don't underestimate the fact that it's a, a rematch of the Stanley Cup final. Uh, a game that you lost in your building. And, uh, you know, the the fact that Tampa is where they are is always impressive. Um, that's now three straight finals. Uh, again, like you said, vying for uh, the division lead. I mean, they were they were not the division leaders last year, um, but they knew how to get in and they knew how to win. Um, so as long as the main players are around for them, this is, this is going to be how it is. But... The Avalanche are going to play three games this week versus teams that uh, that are, are are really tiptoeing on a precipice, and that that's what makes these games meaningful uh, and more difficult to uh, to win. Mikita Kucherov having another outstanding season leads the the Lightning in points, seventy five points right now. Braden Point leads them in goals with thirty one. A couple of the key guys, Stephen Stamkos, obviously, and, and that mix as well of. Of the the usual suspects are still the, the go-to guys for Tampa Bay. Yeah, and uh, when you have juggernauts in the NHL or, frankly, in any sport, I mean, that's that's how it is. Your, your big guys need to lead the way. And then when it comes to, to you know, Thursday night games where you're having an off night, you need depth players. When it comes to a playoff series, you need depth players. But for the, the width and breadth of the regular season, you need your stars to be stars and uh that's exactly what tampa has and they performed just like that and uh fortunately the avalanche do a very nice job with the players that they have of really not having um big stars and other teams go off i mean crosby did have the assist uh on the game winner last night uh but we really haven't seen a game like that in a long time where a uh, star goes off for for four points in the night, for example, and I think that uh, that'll be a big focus for the Avs as they hit the ice for practice today, morning skate tomorrow, and uh, the ice at Amelie Arena tomorrow night. Yeah, I just feel like right now with you know Byram's back, Nachushkin came back a while ago, uh, Landy still you know probably March is for what we keep hearing for Gabriel Gabriel Landeskog's return, Connor, but. The way they played there before the All Star break, particularly that win against St. Louis, I just they're they're in a really good spot right now, and this will be a, a a fun test tomorrow taking on the Lightning. But I I really like where the Avs are right now, starting to get healthy. Things are starting to really click for them right now. Yep, and uh, you know it's a it's a combination of having to take care of your business and scoreboard watching a bit, uh, watching Calgary, New York the other night. Uh, uh, after dinner in Pittsburgh, and one of the best games of the year, and you're hoping that the Rangers are able to win in regulation. Calgary gets a point, but they lose in overtime, so they jump over the Avs. Colorado last night gets a point. They lose in overtime. They jump over Calgary. And, and so now it's uh, uh, back and forth, to and fro, and uh, 
but the Avalanche need to get to a point where they're just getting enough points where they don't have to scoreboard watch. But right now, you're just uh, sort of keeping an eye on it, and uh, and hopefully, uh, like you said, they, they kick it in the gear, get the personnel that they need in the places where they need them to be, get that chemistry back. And I, I think the Avalanche may not be able to catch Dallas for the division lead, but, but, but second in the central is very well within the realm of possibilities. All right, Connor, enjoy the rest of your day. We'll have the game tomorrow. Connor will bring it to you from Tampa, Florida. Avalanche at the Lightning rematch of last year's Stanley Cup final right here on the Team Sports Network. Connor, I always appreciate it, my friend. Take care. Pleasure is mine, Jimmy. Thank you. All right. Connor McGahee joining us from beautiful Tampa, Florida today.